You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Happy Friday. We are one week away from Black Friday. Oh my gosh. Craziness. I am working on a budget right now (laughs) and it's going to be really hard. It's already really hard. So what I told myself is that this month, which is kind of hard to like November is not a great month to like look at your budget because you're going into Christmas and like you have the holidays coming up. But I really just want to like evaluate what are we you know, netting at the end of the month or losing at the end of the month and where are we spending our money? And like, mm-hmm. I don't want to put myself in a budget before I know like how we're spending our money. And so we're taking the next month because we talked about this a couple weeks ago on our podcast. Daycare is insane. And Nick and I were totally talking together. I was like, both of us make decent money. How are we in this situation? Yeah. And I'm like, when we finish daycare, we're going to get like a $2,500 raise. Well, we're going to be so rich. <laughs> it's because you outspend yourself. So this is something that oh, Art, and I, sure. Art and I are also doing because obviously with the sale of the gym, we're going through a time where like we need to budget. We need to live with our mm-hmm. means. We are wanting to move to Nashville as soon as possible. Um, I didn't tell you that was the message I got earlier. They want to come take pictures of our house for the spring. Oh my gosh. They have to do it now so that it's not crazy oh, in boy. the winter. So, um, I mean, we're trying to get... I'm very step-by-step. I'm a planner. Mm -hmm. Becca knows this. I'm like, I need A, B, C, D. When is this happening? What date? Anywho. So we're budgeting too. Here's the best thing that I've heard. And I believe this comes from Danny Johnson. So you print off. This is scary though, guys. You print off your bank account and you go through with a red, yellow, and a green highlighter. And you basically put everything that are true expenses, such as daycare. Yep, we already did that. You did that. We did that. We So I have like, these are true expenses. This mm-hmm. is what we have to spend every month for like, you know, what we, our utilities, Living. all yep. that stuff. And then we have like gas mm-hmm. and those types of other expenses. I consider them groceries, yep. gas, stuff like that. And then we have like what I'm tracking right now, which is food, eating out, like Nick wanted to remove our shot. We have one of those awful like shower doors in the kid's bathroom and I wanted it gone and have a, so that we can, cause like it slides and you can only access half the shower. And so when we have a bath with the kids, like it's hard to do both of them. And so we removed that. That was $160 at Menards. Like it's just like those things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm tracking those, right? I am, I am fracking my Starbucks. I'm very upset about it, but I'm tracking it. And so I want to see what that is. Yeah. And and I have basically our disposable income after our expenses, like our necessary expenses. And I want to see where we can. And, and so what I've been told by a couple of people is the envelope system. Yeah. So you basically have an envelope for, you know, food eaten out. You have an envelope for groceries. You have an envelope for, you know, clothes that you buy every month. And when that envelope's yep. empty, you can't spend there anymore. Right. So that $6 every day at Starbucks, because I've gotten Marcus addicted to the scones, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like $6 now. And I oh, even yeah. try to change my order. So that's less. But I was thinking about it this morning when I was walking out. I'm like, I can't reload my card again. Like we're done for the month. That's what I need to start doing with Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Because I, if you I had usually that wallet, do Monday, you Wednesday, give Friday. $5 I know. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday is like, that's when I take the kids to gr- daycare and I grab Starbucks on the way back. Yeah. Um, and I think I need to just keep it to those three days. Cause that for me is like maybe 50 bucks a month. And yeah. for me, I can, t- that's happiness to me that I can, uh, I can manage. Um, but yeah. So anyways, 
we're we're budgeting we're, right now. We're ranting on our budgets, and and, I think, and Black Friday is going to make me very sad because I shouldn't buy stuff on it, but I want to. <laughs> but I think this is a very valid point because you know we've gotten a lot of messages from other people that like we love hearing you guys just like banter, talk about your kids and stuff, and like know that our lives are not perfect, you no. know, because there is there's all these different struggles when you look at all the things that need to be getting done, as you just heard in our last podcast on Wednesday, if you listen to it, like our technology pieces and this moving part and this, you know, things, little, little things fall through the crack. The same thing happens, you know, with your budget, mm-hmm. but you know, what we have been like very conscious about and, you know, especially with the business too, is at the end of the month, like, is this, are we on the right path and toward in terms of like our trajectory because I think even from a financial place business wise or home wise you're going to have some highs and lows especially Mm -hmm. in entrepreneurship and so it's kind of like again taking that big picture am I doing the things that are can continue to drive growth for the business because there's times that we may have to you know invest or scale back or whatever and so you know just for all of you guys out there understand we have people in our corner like we have accountants we have advisors we have people that we talk to about these things who say, I mean, I'm not an expert in finance. I'll be honest. Like I know how to balance a a checkbook, but when it comes to the other things you also want to be saving for, especially with kids, life insurance policies, school, college, all these things, Mm -hmm. like there's so many more things that go into it. And so, you know, I would just say to everybody out there, be thinking about these things. Like you want to make sure you have a plan in place and know that you're not alone if you're overspending your budget and you got a little Mm -hmm. credit card because I'm paying my credit card and my goals by the end of 2021 to have it gone. There you go. So yeah, we'll I know see. it's, it's exhausting. And like we aren't like rolling in money, but now that we just took on an extra like Taylor and daycare three days a week is $1,300. And so that's a very large expense to take on that was not there prior. And so like, it's not like we're, I just want to make sure we're not bleeding money right now. Like that, <laughs> well, it's, that is what I am at. <laughs> so my mind is just, I'm just laughing in my mind. Cause you guys have heard me talk about the podcast that, you know, Art and I want to have another one. Marcus needs a brother or sister, you know, but every time it comes to this, like I get so overwhelmed. Like I get overwhelmed it's, thinking about like, the health insurance, the pregnancy bills mm-hmm. and all this stuff, especially since Marcus was in the NICU. And then I get overwhelmed with the whole pregnancy process. And then the expenses of this little amazing I human know. being that it will be. Here's the thing. I, I consider them two in daycare versus my salary. My salary is still more. Yeah. It's not salary. How much I make, how much we make on a month to month basis. So for me, that's justified. Like yeah. I, or else I would take them out of daycare and I wouldn't work, but yeah. like right now we're okay. So we're going to make it work. Well, you and can't go it on me. So no, and I'm not leaving. <laughs> okay. Anyways, what we are talking about today, budgeting is hard. So is health. <laughs> health is hard guys. Like at the end of the day in today's world, it is, it is very hard. It is near impossible, but the thing is, it's the transition that is hard because once you get on the other end and you get to a place where you are prideful and you are proud and you are excited and you feel amazing, health becomes easier. But getting there is what we need to know is like the grit. I talked about it. I think I talked about it on another podcast. I've talked about it to a couple of clients recently. In the book Relentless, they talk about how every day you're going to encounter moments where you need to grit through them. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to meet the, you know, the meeting that you have at work that has the donuts. You're going to have the husband that wants to order pizza every weekend. You're going to have the kids that want to go through the drive-thru and get Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or whatever it is. Like you have all of these moments every day has, I think it was like 87,000 or 87 million seconds in a day. That is 87,000 chances to make a good decision for your health or a poor decision for your health. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of freaking chances. And so 
We need to understand that today's world sets us up for this being very hard. Food is hyper palatable. Companies, food companies make it addicting by what they put in it. Pretty much all food has like sugar in it now. Like even your, you know, microwave dinner has sugar in it somehow. Your mashed potatoes and your pork loin that shouldn't have sugar have sugar in them. And so food companies make this very hard. Peer pressure and people make this very hard for whatever reason, which is like more and more now that I think about it makes me so angry. Being healthy makes you an outcast oh, in today's 100%. world. Like hundred percent. I, I posted the other day about drinking, mm-hmm. about yeah. how I th- made it through the weekend without drinking, which has been kind of a goal of mine because postpartum mamas, you know, like after a day, you need a, you, you just feel like you need a glass you of wine. I got into the habit where like every weekend I was having one or two on Friday, Saturday, not much, but I don't do well with alcohol. And every time I drink it, I regret it. And so I made it through the weekend. I got like 10 or 15 responses on Instagram of other women that were like, I stopped drinking too. I feel so much better. I realized after kids, I couldn't drink. Like I got so many positive responses. And the funny thing is in social settings though, you're the weirdo if you don't drink. Mm-hmm. Like you're the weirdo if you're trying to take care of your body and yeah. feel better. Yep. Which is so effing frustrating in my like yeah. in my mind it's it makes it so hard for people to change their life for the better. Yeah, or you're getting comments from people like just have a piece of this or just have more of this or they'll just like refill your drink for you even though you didn't ask for mm-hmm. your drink to be refilled, you know? And like I even messaged Becca when we were on vacation just some of the comments that I got there and like some of them you appreciate and some of them are just awkward. Like and mm-hmm. maybe it's just because they don't know how to give compliments. Um, But, you know, I I just think about like when we... we talk about health being hard. I think we're hit so many different ways. And so we talked about the food, you know, industry and how they make these foods hyper palatable and addicting. And they're very convenient, right? You can hit McDonald's mm-hmm. drive through, you know, now we're facing, and I was um, talking with my sister-in-law about this cause she's very high up in Kroger and we're facing this tremendous increase in price for health foods for meats yes. for example red meat and talk about um this with one of our clients earlier today she's like what other meats could we look at that are organic and you know healthy that aren't unfortunately red meat anymore because red meat is up 26.2 percent currently when this podcast airs right i might That's be a probably conspiracy be theorist i think they are trying to make this world sick well yeah because mcdonald's hasn't gone up in price they're trying to make this country well, maybe has. I don't sick there, so I don't know. and dependent Is what like by raising? I mean, yes, it's a supply chain issue for sure. I understand that, but I I swear, I call me a conspiracy theorist. I think they are trying to make this world sick and dependent on drugs and on Mm -hmm. all the things because there's no money in health. There is no money in health, exactly. And so we can have a totally you know different conversation about that. But like you're hit so many different directions of you have all these temptations, you have these convenience things, then you have all the social media, the advertising, the you know. Um, I'm thinking about like the Super Bowl commercials, right? Like how many people out there have seen the, I just remember, um, I think it's the Pizza Hut commercial where they've got like that new braided, like cheesy crust, like pizza. You're just like sitting there on your couch and you're like, oh, I'm salivating. Let's order this. That sounds delicious, right? Nobody's out there preaching the benefits of one ingredient, whole foods and how that can help us prevent disease and turn around the disease rates that we have Mm -hmm. and obesity rates that we have in the United States, because again, there's no money there. And so we get it that it is hard, but I will tell you that I think there is a point in time when you decide that you are worth it and the way you feel is worth it, that you don't give a shit anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's how I was this past week on vacation and the other podcast I had four pieces of this Lauke my sister made, but guess what I didn't have? the fried chicken and the birthday cake that was from Publix. Cause I'm like, that's not really worth it. My sister-in-law is awesome. She's like, Hey, what do you want from Publix? I know you're probably not doing fried chicken. I was like, 
I'm happy with like a salad. And so she just got me a salad. Yeah. I put some um, turkey on it and some chicken on it and I had fun or, yep. you know, I enjoyed it. Um, but I just think here it's like you have got to decide what hard you're going to choose mm-hmm. because you either choose the fact that health is hard and sometimes saying no to the fried chicken or the pizza or whatever it is that's tempting you and choosing that chicken salad that's hard it's hard in the moment in the moment is the the key there in the moment it is hard but from my experience and i know from liz's experience you know what's really really way harder waking up every day hating how i feel Mm-hmm. going to bed every night, hating being bloated and feeling disgusting and feeling like none of my clothes fit. Like that hard for me is so much worse than the hard in the moment yeah. to choose a different option. And that is what I think. And we talk with our clients a lot about this. That is why the transition phase is hard. You don't feel that amazing yet. Mm-hmm. You need to grit through the moments to get to that amazing feeling. Guys, No, not everyone gets that. That's not fair. The people that work for it get it. And so that is what I find drives me and I think drives a lot of people is the feeling. Once you get to that place where like, I know tomorrow when I wake up after choosing this grilled chicken salad with this delicious, you know, I'd had like shaved on Friday night, Nick wanted pizza. I was like, totally fine. I'm going to get a grilled chicken salad. And it had a shaved Parmesan on it. And it had a really good like house balsamic vinaigrette and, you know, some fruit on it. It was so good. I added some extra chicken because it wasn't very high in chicken and it was really good. I didn't want the pizza. And I knew waking up the next day, I was like, I'm going to be so happy tomorrow when I wake up and I'm no, I don't feel disgusting. Because I ate something that I know is inflammatory to my body that I know my body doesn't tolerate very well and makes my gut hurt. And so like having these moments, instead of looking at it as a restriction, look at it as like, I'm prideful, I'm proud, I'm excited, not this miserable, I'm restricting myself, not looking at health as a mean to an end. Like so many people look at eating healthy and eating nutritious foods and exercising as this like dreaded process that we have to go through to get to weight that we want to be at. You guys, newsflash, weight doesn't equal health. Health equals health. General health, sleeping well through the night, feeling energetic throughout the day, having good digestive system function, and having bowel movements daily. Like those things are health. Feeling good, like feeling good in workouts, weight training, resistance training, have a body that's capable. Those things are health. Mm-hmm. I'll be like on the BMI scale, I'm not healthy. I'm obese according to the BMI scale because I'm muscular and because I hold weight there. Like, People so undervalue what health is and they think about just these negatives that come with it. Like Mm -hmm. I have to restrict myself of alcohol. You guys, yeah, alcohol is great. It's fun to drink, but like really, what is the benefit of it? There's really not a huge benefit of alcohol other than like enjoying a couple drinks here and there. To me, and maybe this is just as I age type thing, I have no desire to get blasted anymore. Like I'm sure I love margaritas. I love recovering. I love these things, but recovery is not worth it anymore. Yeah. And like, I have no desire to be over gluttonous and consume massive amounts of food and feel like a piece of shit the next day. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, we have to think about beyond in that moment and understand that the world makes it hard to be healthy. And that's, I'm sorry, like tough love guys, tough shit. We got to eat better. We got to treat our bodies better. And we got to stop looking at this health process as this like negative, restrictive, you know, I have to work so hard at it. Like, I'm sorry, being healthy is hard. What's the alternative? Yeah. Well, here's the alternative is like, the hard day is going to come when you're sitting across from your doctor and they're telling you, you have type two diabetes, you have high cholesterol, you have, you know, 
diseases that are preventable essentially, mm-hmm. right? And so here's a, a medication and here's a prescription. And for some people out there, they want the easy way out. They want to take the statin. They want to take, you know, whatever medication is being prescribed for the disease. But at the end of the day, that's still hard because we know that we're losing years on our life. We know that mm-hmm. essentially we're losing time with our family, with our friends, right? And that our choices that we make today are going to play into that diagnosis years from now. And so kind of going back to what you were mentioning about like, I have to, I think there's a lot of people out there who think like being healthy is a chore. And what I'm going to say to you is like, think about all those people. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. Think about all those people who don't have the opportunity to do this, whether they are living in a third world country and they don't have access to the types of foods that we have access to here in the U S whether they have a disability and they, you know, cannot go out and go for a walk and get Mm 10,000 steps a day, whether they have a debilitating disease that they can't even get out of bed and take themselves to the bathroom. Like, Listen, this is going, there's going to come a day where the way that we are trending here in the US, at least with our food, with the unhealthy pandemic that we have going on right now with obesity, chronic disease, mm-hmm. the food industry, and all of this shit that is in our food, like there's going to come a day that's going to be a very real reality for a lot of people, unless we wake up and we start to take these things back and say, mm-hmm. you know what? I get to do this. I choose to do this because I want to feel good. I want to be healthy. So I get to instead of I have to. And I think this is, again, where people that go through the week and they muster through their workouts and they muster through, like, I got my 10,000 steps today. Tomorrow I got to do it again. That's a bad attitude to have. Yeah. If you have that attitude and you're resentful to the abilities and the capabilities that you have for the choices you are able to make, this will never last. And so if you want to be a healthy person, you have to change that thought process. Mm -hmm. You have to start coming from it from a place of, I am thankful I get to do these things. I choose to do these things. I'm thankful for the abilities that my body has to carry me throughout life, to see friends, to take care of my kids, to travel, to show up for myself every single day. And so that's again, another hard truth. And you know, we talk a lot about like health is hard. Listen, (laughs) disease is hard and there's a cost to everything that we do. And so we pay for it now or we pay for it later. And I think one of the biggest things, and I talked about this in our private group uh, this past week is like, think about your anti-vision. Okay. The anti-vision is the philosophy here of like, you have a vision for yourself and you have these goals. Think about that in the reverse and the absolute worst thing that could happen, write that out and then do everything that you can to prevent that and evaluate what is the cost of me not changing. Mm-hmm. Where will I be three to five years from now if I don't wake up, if I don't get up and start changing things that I need to change? Because there's a cost either way that you choose to go. Yeah. Ed Milet talked about this on one of his podcasts. He talked about how he was not living a super healthy lifestyle. He was like eating out a little bit more frequently, not exercising super um, frequently. And he, his family had someone die at the age of 50 from a heart attack. Mm. Um, and he's like, you know, I looked at him and he was a similar body type as me. He was in my, you know, I knew that it was something that we struggled with in our family and I went to the doctor and I had some tests ran and I I went into the doctor and the doctor before telling me the results you know asked like if I had kids asked if I lived in you know a nice house and he spoke with me do you want to be there for your daughter's wedding day do you want to be there when your son graduates college do you want to be the one that's sitting at your table with your family eating dinner do you want it to be another man because you've been long gone because of the way that you're leading your life and he's like when you start to realize the things that can get taken away and you guys, I know that's an extreme view, but like, do you want to be happy? 
do you want to have a good mood every day? Because I promise you, your health impacts that mm-hmm. 100%. The reason we have such an issue in this world right now with depression, with anxiety, with mental disorders, with all of these things going on, I guarantee you a major part of that is people's health and what they put in their bodies, how much they're exercising, how much they're doing on a day-to-day basis. It's not their mental talk. It's not like, you guys, what we give our bodies helps us be in a positive mindset, helps us be in a place where our body's creating what it needs to have a positive mood and a positive outlook on life. So I promise you, if you're in a place where you're just not happy with life, change your health, change what you're putting in your body, change how you're treating your body, and watch that shift in a positive manner. Because it matters so much how we approach health, not just with the mindset, but truly with what we're putting in our body and how we're treating our body. So we get that health can be hard. We get that this process is not an easy one especially if you're coming from a faraway place in terms of you've been down a black hole of like not treating your body very well. Yeah, it's going to be hard for a while. You're going to have to grit through a lot of moments, but I promise you on the other end of it is something so worth it and something so valuable long-term. It doesn't matter how hard it is. I will continue to do it every single day. And like how I look at it, fucking proud of myself. Like I love ending the day being like, I did that. And it's not about weight right? Mm -mm. It's not even about calories. Like kind of what you're going back to say is like what you're putting into your body. When we talk about this, it's not about calories. It's legitimately about how are you nourishing your bodies? You're choosing foods that your body can utilize as energy that your hormones are made up of, your neurotransmitters are made up of. Every single thing that you put into your body impacts your overall health. And this is where you've got to start reading labels. One of the things that we're doing this week in our Slay the Holidays Challenge is we're going through the kitchen and we're teaching them and we're educating them about all the shit that's hidden in your food that you may not even realize because the food industry has also tricked you and deceived you and basically lied to you through their labeling and advertising that these things are air quote, healthy when they're not healthy at all. They have mm-hmm. the same amount of preservatives and shit and then the other things do. Maybe the calories are just a little bit different, you know? And so it's not even about the calories. It's how you show up for yourself, what you're putting in your body, how you talk to yourself, how you think about these things, and ultimately what decision you want to make every single day, day in and day out to choose health and choose that hard or choose the other hard. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.